This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Hello, good listeners. Welcome to another episode of SG Fun, a Stargate podcast that's fun and comforting, pretty lighthearted, doesn't take itself too seriously, definitely doesn't take Stargate seriously enough, probably for some people. Um, I'm still stuck in the middle of season 10, whatever. I'm in no hurry to finish that season. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure many people are with me on that, but okay, maybe I'm wrong. We'll find out or not. It depends on if anybody ever says anything to us ever. Um, anyways, I'm Sarah. I am one of your hosts. Hello. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Tori. I'm your other host. And yeah, we're just chilling here at the vertical watering hole. And uh, it seems like this uh, this is the beginning of us taking our comfort podcast comfort seriously. Let's go. We're now ASMR 24-7, 110%. Let's do it. Let's just try it, Sarah. What, what do you think? <laughs> I don't have anything noisy. I can't even suddenly, oh, every time I'm trying not to get ice cubes to clink in my glass, they're like, and I'm like, try to like shake it from the microphone and they didn't touch, they wouldn't touch the sides of the glass all of a sudden. So I don't know. I got nothing. Well, yeah, no, see, look here, folks, we're, uh, thanks for joining us today. We got a, you know, we got a doozy of an episode for you today this is season five episode six right of passage oh i saw i just found out the title oh yeah actual yeah right of passage huh although well i was well i was just gonna say there's definitely an obvious one but i'll let you take it tell me you do you do it oh no wait (laughs) i was sure you had it it's so obvious is it is it electric covid oh (laughs) That's what I got. Uh, episode six, electric COVID. Oh well, I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I thought the obvious one was uh, was Sleepy Frage. Sleepy Frage. Oh, she's just just what? So what's what, what? Is she sleepy? There's a there's like a two minute shot of her just walking around dozed in a oh, doze. Really? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. I missed that shit. It's so right. long. Well, I got I got episode six, Braddy Sandy's big day. Brad. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll, you know, no, I'm, I thought the real obvious one was uh, it was contributed by Daniel, and it's simply Mind Fire. Mind Fire. Mind Fire. That's I great. fucking missed him saying that. Oh, I can't believe man. how much I missed when I'm watching this stuff. I've got uh, episode six. Now that's what I call a kissing disease. Ooh. Well, well speaking of that, I just have episode six. You kissed her? <laughs> that was insane. <laughs> I've got... Uh, Nerdy Mengala. Yeah, no, they uh, that one's that one's apt. Well, I got I got episode six. Uh, Daniel's just out here touching shit. Ah, I know. I got notes about that. I've got uh, episode six. You're not even my real dad, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a vibe. That vibes all throughout this episode. Uh, I got one more yeah. that I'm gonna deliver poorly. No sleep till pqx210 i made up that name for the planet but you know 
Little beastie boys. Did it sound right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. Great. Well, yeah, no, uh, those are all good. This episode aired August 3rd, 2001. Directed by Peter DeLuise. Mm-hmm. Written by Heather E. Ash, who we haven't seen since uh, season four, episode 10, Beneath the Surface. Which one was that? The amnesia one that was underground. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, we should just really get into this. Oh. Oh, God, I forget every time. I think it's, Uh is it your turn or my turn? Uh Oh. Uh, I'm on the list. It's my, it's my, it's my turn to do okay, this. Okay, I gotta find my phone. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we do have this. Is, this is a uh, tensions are running high here. This is an emergency, but uh, hold off on the emergency while we find. We can't. We have to find the timer uh, before we can continue with the emergency. Emergency's on. Right. Okay, here we go. Well, Daddy says that uh, we got 24 seconds. I got 24 seconds to summarize this episode. Where we all, That's right. We all go boom, boom. Oh, my God. We're all going to die. We've got artificial tension. It's so tense. I'm freaking out. Go. Now, the truth of the matter is, is I'm not I, I can't do it really, you know, because this thing starts with this birthday party and this birthday party really flabbergasted me. I can't. There's so many questions I have about this thing. Like, where are her friends? They're just waiting outside. Her new boyfriend couldn't come in. Did they open presents and then like she left and then they did the cake and then she came back? And then she was going to leave. Like, why are they both dressed in like neon clothing? We all died, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But now let's talk about this fucking birthday party. I, yeah, that's how we start out. So, first of all, Sam Carter is so bad at sarcasm that when she was like, um, you know, Janet's like, where's Cassie? Have you? And she was like, Sam was like, oh, she was here for almost the entire time. She was opening her presents. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, almost? I... <laughs> she has to be there the whole, what? And I was like, I guess she's making a point, but it's very awkward. Well, she, well, yeah, she seemed irritated, like super irritated, right? Yeah, they both were like, kind of like, why doesn't the teenage girl want to hang with us? Well, yeah. You middle-aged women. <laughs> I mean, look, look. <laughs> Who are best friends. Look, yeah, they got the cake. The whole house is dolled up. And they, so they obviously, they, they did presents. Why isn't Jack there? Why yeah. isn't McNeil there? It's obvious why that he has Daniel a relationship. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we know why Teal and Daddy aren't there, but oh. like. <laughs> Teal what doesn't about, give a shit. What about the people who care about her? And what about her friends? What about Dominic? Like, what, what was I know. Why is he cr- standing outside? <laughs> How long has he been out there? Like, they couldn't invite. Like, yeah, they got it. They did not do the party right. They just yeah. they, they forgot to invite anybody. And then she's they're like, why don't you want to stay? Thanks for the streamers and the bot cake, by the way. And um, also, like, she's not seven. So I don't know why they threw her like a second grader's birthday party. <laughs> or I guess you turn eight in the second grade, whatever. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, no, it's strange. Of course, she wants to leave. Yeah, so she gets in a little snarl with with Mama Janet. Mama Janet gets very awkward. Awkward for Sam. Well, I, I mean, throughout this whole episode, I'm just going to keep asking that question. Like, I thought that, like, like what's Carter's? Like, what is this thing? Is she just sort of a Cassandra's like God 
mother, basically, right? Like Frazier's think- taken over full mother responsibilities at this point. She's kind of like, isn't she's got like cool aunt vibes? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think though, um, I don't know. I noted later that Carter is who she's like. Could you please, please be my mom? I've been asking since I got here. You know. Well, yeah. The, there were there were promises were made. Mm-hmm. It it. I thought that the the Fraser thing was going to be temporary. I, I think you know Sam's job is too risky. You know because five minutes ago Cassandra was like in primary school and I don't know, I can't remember. Does she age at some accelerated rate? Cause she is, this is like what her 16th birthday or something. <laughs> I mean, till Clater so, says she hasn't been to that planet for years. And so, yeah, I'm kind of like, how, how many years has passed? But, you know, I think they keep saying four years, like four years, four, four years. All right. Well, yeah, no, she's a teenager and yeah, she, and she's doing all the normal teenager stuff, you know, being, you know, being all snooty. Right. And just be one hanging out with her friends, not with her cool aunt, with mom, her adopted mom. She's like, fine. If you're going to make me stay here, I have to go tell my boyfriend, Dominic, that he has to wait outside even longer. And Janet isn't like, why don't you invite Dominic in the house? I sure would like to meet that that boy. (laughs) She's like, so she goes out and uh, he gives her like. A 1980s like oh. mall crystal. Oh man, this dude's got the oh, real ribs. She loves this guy. it because in science class, she was like so pretty. So he's like, I know what I'm getting her for her birthday. Yeah, yeah. he's got a leather jacket. Yeah. You know, like he's, he, he no, this is happening. And she gives him pride face. <laughs> yeah, pride, yeah, pride. Yeah, exactly. And then, he, and then that, then he's like, oh, I got to, we got to kiss now, straight yeah. style. Uh, Some kiss, huh? Uh, well, you I mean you tell me? I mean, this happens all the time. That first kiss, the electrification is in the air. Yeah. Lights crackle. What I miss most about being married is that I will never again get to experience that thrill of having porch lights explode above my head and being knocked to the ground after that first kiss. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it can only happen the first time. Well, you know, yeah, that's what you know. You can and well, and this is the thing. Frazier and Carter come through because all the lights are dim. Does Dominic yell? He just yells, right? Yeah, he's like, "Help!" Yeah, and fuck. <laughs> Frazier comes in, stands on the floor. She throws Dominic out of the way. Throws him out of the way. <laughs> Then the, and then the dialogue between I don't know why they're pissed at him, but the dialogue between him and Carter is so stupid. They're like, what happened right before she fell? And he was like, well, I kissed her. You kissed her? And he goes, it's her birthday. Hey. What, is it, what is anything anyone's saying right now? <laughs> you kissed a teenage girl on her front porch, you monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, no, you always kiss on the birthday. You always kiss on the birthday. <laughs> It's like, you know, I, I didn't want to kiss her. It's her birthday. Yeah, I was being I, nice. I, I, like, yeah, she, she, she's, she's showing that prism on me for a reason. Thank you very much. Yeah, Look how I'm the, dressed. It's like um, mistletoe for people, for like people our age. Yeah. Well, and I just like, okay. I mean, like Sam was probably 30 for her first kiss. So Ooh. Cassie's like only halfway to kissing age right oh, now. Oh, man. So she is <laughs> outraged. Nerd. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, you know, okay. So after credits, we're at the base. 
they took her yeah. to the base. <laughs> right. I know. Can't can't go to a normal hospital, I guess, ever. No, no, That's going to be really fucking weird later in life, especially because we saw that episode where they went too far. They overshot time travel mm. and Sam met old lady Cassie and like this place was closed down. Where the fuck is she getting medical care? Mm. Well, I mean, and we, we, we can all keep that episode in mind. And while we're trying to fill out the tension in this episode about whether or not she's going to die. She's not. <laughs> that's a good fucking point. <laughs> oh my God. That's so you're right. There's no tension in this episode. Yeah. That would be 16 sweet 16 clock. Well, yeah. So apparently Dr. Frazier does find something wrong with her. Yeah. Yeah. Retrovirus. Yeah. And also emitting an EMP pulse. Yeah. Nutty. That's just like, oh my God. What's so funny about that is like, you know, there's people who like believe that they're doing that. And they're like, yeah, I noticed like electronics don't work right around me. And if I drive my car under a street lamp, sometimes it'll go off. And I'm like, but just sometimes though, right? That's everyone. So, anyways, they're like, they're like, no, I'm making it happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, because they're in the briefing now discussing. Like, what what's, what's going on with Cassie? Well, daddy's like, what is this? This teenage girl's in here. Do I have to put the whole thing in quarantine? What's happening? I don't understand. I don't understand what's happening. You take care of it. And the, and the discussion is, did she get it? Where did she get it? Did she get it from her home planet? Which I guess doesn't have a name. I don't know why her home planet can't have a name. Even later, she says the planet. And I'm like, oh, totally how I would refer to Earth all the time is the yeah. Pl- the, yeah, that. I guess I guess there. people do <laughs> save the planet. I don't know. <laughs> but like I once again, I'm like disease scrubbers. I'm telling you, that's the tech they need to be worried about. They're worried about, you know, getting big pew pews. But like, why aren't they worried about getting like some good disease scrubbing technology to put on their side of the Stargate. I mean, maybe they did. They've done doubled so many viruses, so many viruses they got, but, but not for a bit. So maybe they got lax or something. The Andromeda strain stuff is in storage. I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, so they, they're like, all right, well, yeah, we don't have it. It's not contagious. It's okay. And then Daniel rolls in and cause I guess SG seven was on the planet after like just checking all that shit out i got very confused at this part cleanup crew maybe yeah because they he shows a video and like they're like yeah a couple they found a couple of like teenage girls like with high fevers and i'm like well that doesn't sound too crazy right but then they show a video of like just straight up like huge seizure i'm like what's like wait when when was this i thought they were all dead i got very confused about the time I'm like, oh, so we didn't give a shit about these teenage girls. Well, but yeah, yeah, I thought they were. Yeah. <laughs> like, why'd we save Cassie? Is Was it the case? Then they say that those teenage girls like and then after that, they just they got up and just walked into the forest and they come out and they're healed. Or was that just an older story? I I got very confused about the timeline. I took it as an older story, but like how that doesn't make sense that it would be an older story. Cause how the fuck would we have that story? Maybe Daniel read something, but yeah. Cause then like, where are those people? Because they, then they say that the planet, like the actual, the actual planet was like radiated by the Gua'uld, right? They haven't even yeah. been back there. Right. Cause so it's poison. Where was SG seven at, at? I don't know. And I, and I'm, and I'm too chill. To, I was too chill to look back at it. Rewind. Oh, so, was it SG7? Were they there with SG1? 
because there's so much like ground to cover. Mm. It seemed like there were a lot of people there when SG one was there. Yeah. I don't know. So this is all just yeah. stuff from like, yeah, previously that Daniel looked up and was like, all right, well, like she was talking about going. Sandra was like talking about going into the forest saying some weird shit. Yeah. So yeah. She's like, I can't, is... I can't make it to the forest. <laughs> is this a metaphor? Is this episode <laughs> a metaphor? <laughs> they're, they're talking about um, sending a map through to test if there's, if it's still like, you know, if they can go safely. And the funniest thing ever is that it's suggested and McNeil look, shoots a look over at daddy. Like, can we go? And I'm like, as if it matters. Like if he says no, as if you're not sending a mouth through. <laughs> so, but we don't even see that. The next thing we see is they're just on planet. Oh, this, this, this is a, this is a good money shot. I don't know if you noticed that it was just a really good, good shot of the gang. Framed by the gate, going into the alien planet. It was really it looked really cool. No, I probably I missed it because I was looking away. Yeah, they're going into the forest, and it's all everything's kind of glowy a little bit because uh, I guess it was irradiated, but they're fine just walking around. And they find the they they find a glowing handprint on a tree. <laughs> so Daniel's like, I'll put my I, hand I, on that. I don't know what it is. I touch it. I touch, I touch it. it. <laughs> and. Uh, I'm a toucher. Yep. And then I'm like, and then, and then a fire comes on. I'm like, Ooh, that's a cool fireplace. Yeah. Switch. Oh yeah. But, but then does it, does it also create rings? Cause rings away. Oh Next thing you know, uh, Daniel and McNeil are, are in a Gould lab science lab. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of sci-fi labs, it's a, it's a lot of, needlessly empty space that could probably be put to good use with shelves, like, i don't know shelving units fucking equipment yeah yeah shelves full of equipment and like yeah storage you know refrigeration units <laughs> a bar <laughs> <laughs> i meant for like science stuff oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like you know a science lab well you know uh then yeah carter and daniel follow quickly after and yeah they're but teal's basically like, look this is go out world stuff it looks like a lab you know like but then he's just like, maybe near T. I think it's near T's. Yeah. And then meanwhile, like whenever Daniel delivers his lines, they're kind of geeky and he's awkward. And he's so much more like movie Daniel Jackson, where mm. it's like at some point, it seemed like he was like on an arc where he was becoming like commando Daniel Jackson. Yeah. And I'm always like, I'm like, is this why he leaves? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, maybe. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, because he's like, he's explaining all these things. Yeah. The kids came here. They, they, they. Had this virus compelled into the forest, touched the print like I did, going to the fire, teleportation, nerdy's lab, experimented on. Holy shit. Well, and this is finally an example of a scientist putting together a bunch of like conjecture and being fucking wrong for once, which they should be more often because they're so quick to be like, I conjectured and that is now true, which is so (laughs) not how that works. (laughs) But we do get, we get introduced. There's, it was like, Ooh, this lab has a new kind of space crystal. It's got the little crystals inside of a big crystal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ooh. Well, we find that that because Daniel just touches more shit. He's like, Oh, look at this. I found this. Let's take it. Yeah. Yep. You know, on missions where shit's dangerous, you notice it's like always Daniel and Sam that are touching shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they, they roll with it and they go back to the base, right? They're oh, like, right. Because they get ringed out because of something Daniel touches. He uh, like he picks something up and then he sets it down on something that's clearly 
not just normal counter. And then the rings come back. So they find out they can ring out of there that way. Well, yeah. uh, back at the base, Dr. Fringe. Yeah. Uh, well, she, she, she finds Cassandra out of bed and Cassandra's trying to, she's trying to get in, got to get to that forest. Got to get to that forest. Got to. She's going for the gate room. And I'm like, there was no one outside her door. Like just, okay. Like maybe not even to keep her in, but just because. Well, and this is a really weird scene. Fringe is come. It's like, She's conflating teenage angst. Something's wrong with Cassandra. Obviously, there's some weird thing with the virus. But but Fray's just like, I know I'm your adopted mother, but I do love you. And Cassandra's oh, no, like, I, I, yeah, my cool, whole, cool. But I gotta go. Everything I wanted to say about this scene, I was gonna start with. Oh my god, teenagers are super fucking dramatic. Oh, <laughs> and Cassandra's all like, "You're killing me. You're killing me." And it's like it's not that big of a deal. The mall's gonna be there next week. Chill out. No, it's true. Uh, no, it's it's it's. But then it's, I'm also like, she is being like, she's got like Marines like holding her or airmen or whatever like holding her down. Like they won't let her go, and she's like, "Let me go." And I'm just like, why won't they fucking let her go? Like why she wants to go to the planet so bad. They have no fucking idea what's wrong with her. Why they've got Daniel's weird little story. Why don't they just fucking take her there? Uh, no, I had that same thought. I think they were just sort of waiting for the gang to do their do their preliminary thing or whatever. They still thought the planet was dangerous. But I mean, they find that it's not at some point. They find it out. They find it out when they send the map through because they go through just like totally unprotected for any danger. Well, and they wait. Well, and then they start doing tests in some of the local fauna. Oh, no, the flora. Sorry. Flora, uh, yeah. O'Neill was very, very excited to say well, flora. Yeah, yeah. I know that plants are flora. <laughs> <laughs> so they're still doing that. But you're right. Yeah. There's no real reason other than like Dr. Frey's not wanting to step out of her wheelhouse. She's like, she, you got you're my patient. You got to stay in my house and I love yeah. you even though you're adopted and <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's, it's funny again. Well, is this a metaphor? And, and <laughs> like, Cassandra is just like, you know, they force her back into the bed and she's like, you're just, you're not letting me go because you're just scared. You don't even know what's going on. And I'm like, and then teenagers sometimes, holy shit, when they nail it, they nail it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, you've got no you got no way out of that corner. Well, and, and she also goes full carry at this point as well. Like she fucks up the whole base. Like oh, the, yeah. all the lights in the hallway go out, everything alarms go off. And then so when Sam gets back, she comes back alone. She's like, Yeah, and yeah, everything good. How is she? And daddy's sitting there like, Whoo, you I, she, yeah. yeah, you go. I, I don't know. You go talk to her. I, I don't know. It's it's go <laughs> Daddy's see for like, yourself. I can't, I can't wait till this girl turns 20. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, why did we let her in here? Yeah. And why is she not like being raised in some sort of science institute? Like, why is she just being like, um, is daddy, did daddy keep her out of the report? I mean, so many people know about her because she almost blew up the mountain. Mm -hmm. And so everyone had to evacuate and there had to be reports about this. And you're telling me that the government was like, oh, oh, I didn't know that Dr. Frazier wanted to yeah, keep her. Yeah, yeah. She, she, okay. she, she, she had the, she had a middling desire to have, have, have children. So let's, yeah, let's right. honor that. Right. Sounds great. We don't need to learn it. We don't, we're not worried about her at all. Even though she seems just as busy as Carter working the same hours more. But Carter goes off world and sometimes doesn't come home the same day. 
and I, you know, well, and look, I, I, but you're right. Frazier's there whenever they do get back. And I, and look, I, I won't, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I was looking around when we were at her place, seeing if there was that, that, that weird boyfriend that she had talked about in one episode was slinking <laughs> around the asshole. I didn't see anything. I didn't see it. I love person. that you remember that. Of course you remember that. I'm sure they broke up. Tori, don't worry. Great. Uh, she doesn't need him. She doesn't need him. She doesn't uh, need that motherfucker. <laughs> now we go back and Daniel Jackson puts picks up something he doesn't know what it is and puts it down on something else he doesn't know what it is and the rings come back. They just keep touching. He keeps touching shit. They're, they're taking shit off the shelves. They're all like just taking the shit. <laughs> then I think he takes a kind of a big risk where he's like, all right, it's like 15 feet away and deadly if you're not all the way in the ring when it rings, but I'll just put it down and like run. Well, I guess did, you have to. And did you notice it was like a heavy duty ring? It was like twice the diameter. Yeah. It was like, like titanium eight, and shit or something. Eight instead of like yeah. five. Yeah. As they're ringing out, you're thinking, oh, I think there's a dog watching them. There's a dog there <laughs> because they're in black and white and it's kind of a weird an, view. An invisible dog. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And I, it's kind of blurry, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and I thought there's not enough dogs on this show. Speaking of dogs, where was that one dog? Where's where was Cassandra's dog? Oh, I know. I know. The one that Dr. Frazier didn't know about. The she's... one that Dr. Frazier was like, I will buy you a guinea pig. <laughs> but the uh the what was it, a German shepherd? The jaw the big dog that sheds it was a yeah, it was ton. a shedding dog. I know that. That sheds a fuck ton and then also has to get a lot of like exercise no absolutely not maybe that's what happened maybe that's why cassandra you know there's so much tension could be could be it's like i hate that guinea pig <laughs> um but yeah so yeah the uh the, yeah the rest of the gang get back to the base carter goes in to try to bond with cassandra over some chess. oh yeah yeah and it's like listen stop calling her my mom she's like but <laughs> your mom loves you and she's like, I'm my mom she's <laughs> That's where I was like, how about, how's about uh, Mama Janet? Well, Cassandra's like, it doesn't even matter. I'm changing because I'm, I'm changing into something. I'm cha- I'm, ch- I'm changing. Yeah. So fuck off. You, you wouldn't get it because I'm special now. I just, just, <laughs> you know <laughs> she starts doing some weird. This, what? Is, this is a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> she starts doing some weird Jedi chess shit. Um, you know, picking up, picking up uh, chess pieces. With her mind. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Carrie Fisher or Looks Carrie Frazier. Fun. Jesus. <laughs> Looks fucking fun. <laughs> well, and as you said, sometimes teenagers spit the hot facts. Yeah. Like at one point she's like, you know, O'Neill, he just pretends he's not as smart as he th- really is. Just out of the blue. Okay. It's like, oh, okay. All right. Glad you brought it up. Cause my note is Cassie. Mac is smarter than he acts. Hmm. Right. Let's discuss. Let's discuss. Like you, is McNeil smarter than he acts? Because oh. is he though? Like he knows the word flora. Nice work. Good job. But he's so goddamn proud of it. And it's just like the times where I just feel like it goes back and forth, right? Where there's times where he like gets shit and there's times where he is a motherfucking buffoon. So much so that they did like they've done whole episodes about him getting real, real smart. 
they've done like a flowers for Algernon. Straight, that the yeah, name? straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Of him. And you're no, you can't have both. He can't be a Algernon and he can't be or Charlie. He can't be Charlie from that book. And he can't be, you know, also a fucking genius at the same time. I don't know. But he's also got to be smart. He's got to know strategies. How else could he have be Colonel? I don't know. Well, there's also another another scene later in this episode where, yeah, like at the briefing, he gives the scientific response to daddy and everyone is just like, what? This is where daddy's like, how does this happen? And McNeil gives a scientific answer about magnets and electrodes and electromagnetic shit. And everyone's like, first of all, it seems like they're like, I can't believe you came up with that. But they're also like, it's as if when he said, yeah, take samples of the flora, he had said, yeah, take samples of the fauna. Because he said <laughs> the smart sounding thing, but apparently got it 100% wrong because <laughs> Frazier's like, no, that is not it. And immediately Daniel is like, no, also, no, that is not it. And then Teal'c is like, yeah, that's not it. Uh <laughs> She's becoming a Hoktar. Hoktar, which uh, Daniel gives the description. He's like, yeah, you know, it's a Hoke advance tar slang for human. You know, uh, I, I don't know about you. It felt, felt a little problematic to me, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. But, yeah, advanced human. Well, it's problematic when Teal says it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, but some why weird do you think, shit. Why do you think over and over again? In TV and movies, our idea of advanced human is telekinesis. Uh, well, one, it's badass. Well, yeah, we all want it. That but could why be the, the fuck, only reason. <laughs> why, yeah, but like, why in the fuck would we go from like what we are now? Like, why wouldn't we go to like, I don't know, an extra arm, something useful? I mean, telekinesis would be useful, but like, seriously? <laughs> Like, okay. Um, <laughs> It'd be the best. What are you talking about? Am, am I wrong? Am I wrong in that? Oh, no. It's Would you not like, like telekinesis? Come on. But why isn't it like, oh, my God, advanced human. That's why she can fly. It's over and over again. Telekinesis. Oh, they're so advanced. They don't even have to. This this alien species is so advanced. They don't even have to speak. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, telepathy. Right. That's that's yeah. that's another trope. Right? Yeah. Yeah, um, it's all. But I I do kind of like this one in the sense that it's just like, yeah, no, she's just she's sort of like a she's like emitting an EMP field. Oh, sure. Like, oh, right, right. I so see. I'm like, like that's oh, not okay. why she can move stuff. But like, why is she doing that? Like, how is that advanced? Yeah. Like, like wait, I guess wait. so she can like power up her cell phone. We can't be driving cars in the future. You know, we can't be having yeah. computers, watches, any of that light shit. bulbs like this is going to. Yeah, it's not going to it's not going to help. Yeah, it's like we're like. All Amish people who can move stuff without getting up. Yeah, yeah. Move our butter churners. Like, yeah. no we can we can build a barn by just sitting around <laughs> in a, a circle around a bunch of pile of sticks and nails. Side note, are Amish, is there always another barn to build for the Amish? <laughs> is it is there just a barn in one stage of construction at all times? Well, because everything I know about the Amish comes from movies and a little bit of that weird show Amish Mafia. Yeah. I uh I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. Like, cool. you know, because what is it like idle hands do the devil's work or something? Better build another barn. So there's just there's just barns. Just barn empty country. barns just 
littered throughout. We'll get to them sooner or later. <laughs> Sound like a Pepperidge farm to me. <laughs> Pepperidge farm. <laughs> no, I can't do it right. Anyway. So Janet is all, Cassie, you've got to fight this. You, It'll kill you. And Cassie's like, I want this to happen, Janet. It's cool. I want to be cool. <laughs> I want to be cool. Do you see my boyfriend? He's cool. I need to be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's All true. the cool kids can spin chess pieces around. I mean, she's the, the coolest mind. of the cool if this is the case. I know. But also, I was like, doy. Like, I would want that to, I would be like, stop interfering. I'm getting superpowers. Fuck off. Well, and she even says it sort of helps her keep her fever down yeah. a little bit. And Janet's looking for anything that will help. Well, there you go. Just have her twirl some stuff. Have her do some exercises. At this point, I'm just like, can somebody get this girl some fucking chapstick? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, how many scenes do I have to, like, watch her mouth falling off of her body before somebody, like, just... I don't... She doesn't need to have fucking super dehydrated lips for me to believe she's sick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. She wants to keep... She she doesn't want to fight it. She stops twirling the chest piece. Janet grabs it, burns her hand. Which is interesting, right? Then I was like, wait, was McNeil right? Why is it so hot? (laughs) If he was wrong. I don't understand. I don't know. Another another fictional metaphor about teenage girl puberty. Well, and Janet then proceeds to act like Cassie punched her yeah, Meanwhile, yeah. Oh. earlier earlier in the episode cassie threw janet against a motherfucking wall janet grabs something that cassie didn't throw at her or do at her burns her hand and she's like ow oh my god yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're like How could you <laughs> what and then cassie's like oh my god i'm sorry i'm so sorry and i'm like what <laughs> Um, well, and then we cut to uh, uh showing Carter some of the, all the crazy scans, you know, think, yeah. you know, I don't know. She, her brain activity's up. She's burning, bur- burning like a furnace. She hasn't slept in 30 hours. I know the feeling <laughs> I've been exuding heat all morning. I love a good shot of Sam and Janet li- looking, looking over a computer. Yeah. Looking at the computer. And every time it happens. Love it. Well, and then they and then they leave, and then we get a shot of the keyboard typing on its own. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, is Cassie typing in the keyboard that's from her I, room?" Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. And too. I was like, "Fucking why? Like that shit's got to be so boring to her. She doesn't care." Oh, <laughs> true, true. Unless she's typing in "Let it happen" <laughs> into the notes. So like when Janet goes home, the next doctor who comes on shift also is like, oh, I see we're supposed to let this happen. It's in the notes. Also, so Cassie has been there for a while. Mm-hmm. She's been awake for 30 hours. Mm-hmm. So at some point, Sam and Janet just went home. And then Cassie is like, oh, I guess I'm here overnight until people decide to come back to work in the morning. Mm-hmm. Or Maybe. did they stay in the those shitty VIP quarters? Like they're not even taking turns like, okay, well, I'll adjust my hours to be here overnight and you can adjust your hours. They're just always, everyone's always there. 
TV well, yeah, time. Well, and, yeah, and it doesn't seem like Janet's got any other patients happening. Who knows how many other uh, SG teams are out? SG1's not doing yeah. anything. That's right. And so nobody gives a fuck. It does it. Listen, it's a bad day to get hurt on SG9. <laughs> so Sam is like, okay, she's not sleeping. Weird. I'll go talk to her. Yeah. And then Janet's like, oh my God, thank you. And I'm like, what is she going to talk to her Here's about? Here's the that's baton. Gonna... Thank you, aunt. You know, I auntie. guess because Sam can talk about such like over the top weird science stuff. She could put Cassie to sleep. But I'm like, why is this helpful? Oh, but she... <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> that's why Janet was excited. She's like, yeah, you talk to her, Carter. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. converse with her. She, she, she will get so bored. But she barely talks to her like Cassandra's doing all the talking. She's she she brings up that all the stuff that happened in that went up that one episode. I can't remember. Like the one where I remember this part, like where she was supposed to blow up and Sam had kind of a hunch that she wasn't and she had promised she wouldn't leave her alone. So she stayed with her Yeah, in the elevator, right? Like they have to go down yeah. that long elevator and that other yeah. thing or something. And then they're in this like this bunker. Yeah. Um, And it's got very much, you know, you be my mom vibes. I feel like. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it's always been so strange. Yeah, but she does use this as an example. Remember how you just felt that I was going to be okay? Yeah. Well, I feel that way now. So just, fuck off. <laughs> so I thought it was all like you be my mommy until like uh, leave me alone. Well, I mean, when she said that, I was like, well, I, you know, I, I, uh, I'm on, I'm on team Cassandra because we mm-hmm. see here in the future in that other yeah. episode that I do remember 1969 or whatever the hell. Plus listen, unless I know for a fact, like let it progress. Cause until we know for a fact, me becoming telekinetic is going to fucking kill me. Fuck the fuck off. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be like sitting around like at, you know, 25 and 35 and 45 and blah, 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 blah. Going like, God damn it. I can't believe I was telekinetic and maybe I'd have been fine. Yeah. And, and, and they, I could have, I could have motherfucking telekinesis right now. Like probably on a daily basis, you'd be like, oh, I can't reach that. <laughs> or I just got comfortable. Couldn't even get a third arm. Which is, Yeah, <laughs> I just up. got comfortable and the remote's like five feet away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I feel that so many times. What happens next, I think, is Janet in her office and then she gets up to leave her office. And then she's like, oh, my God, I'm so silly. I forgot my badge. What a goofus. Yeah, no, th- this is this is this this is the shot where she's like days and like hasn't slept because she's like because she's like she's like oh and like she's walking and it's so long because then yeah we see near t on invisi herself says look through shit and then cut back to janet and she's like oh oh no wonder she forgot her badge i was like what yeah and then she turns back around slowly and it's just like (laughs) but meanwhile it's good in her in her office though Somebody apparates, and I'm like, who the fuck? Oh, that's right. We've been talking about near tea this whole episode. Mm, it's got to be near tea. Mm-hmm. How did she get there? How is she undetectable? How is she invisible? How is she familiar with Earth technology? Hmm. Mm. We, we find out most of it, but we don't find out how she's not detected coming through the gate, and we don't understand. We don't find out how she knows how to use Earth computers and and other technology, microscopes and whatnot, or whatever she's looking through. Well, I mean, I I, I can gr- I can grant her like kind of knowing tech a little bit. The but in the sensors, I get obviously they're lax on all of that shit. She just kind Wait, of. Wait, how would she know the tech? I don't know. Just I just grant Gould's a little bit of know how. 
You know, they they for modern they get a they get a plus ten on their roll Mm. for electronics. No, the one thing I couldn't understand was why Sam Carter, aka Jolinar. Oh, you think that? Oh my God. Okay. Well, first of all, yes, we're about to get there. But I, Janet is going back into her office, and so uh, Nearty disappears again. I'm like, Janet, you in danger, girl. And then, um, oh, and then they show us like Janet looking at an X-ray and going, "Oh my God!" And I'm like, "Wait, what?" I mean, they look. What, kinda, nor- they look what does a normal up. X-ray look like? I don't know what a normal X-ray looks like. Is there something I'm supposed to see on there? Make it more noticeable. And then it's like, no, it, she didn't see anything. It gave her an idea about bones. I know, but th- they that one of them did look nowhere. fucked up. There was a one with the rib cage that was like sort of like half like angled weird and like one with like a brain uh, twice the size of a skull it was like is this who is that is that cassandra she's gonna die is that somebody else and then yeah and then janet starts talking about something totally different yeah that she janet (laughs) bolts out of the room with a big idea that never goes anywhere (laughs) she's like if we can get a bone fragment from one of the other teenage girls then we can extract it and Carter's just like, God, Janet, it's been four fucking years. You're so stupid. That's such a stupid idea. I can't believe you fucking said that. Whoa, whoa, Carter. Carter comes at her. Like, chill out. I mean, I mean, Frazier does come on a little strong. Like she, she said, you know, she sounds a little like hyped up, but I mean, but it is a, it is a, it's an idea, you know? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Cassandra screams. Yeah. The alarm goes off. Well, okay. So they go in, there's a dead dude. Or an unconscious guy, something. Right, right. We'll say we'll say knocked out. It's nicer. And Cassie, she's like, I sense the go out old. Can she do that? I don't know. Nah. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> Sam still can, or can she? <laughs> no. Oh my God. The, the answer is so, obvious. <laughs> I love it. I love it because they're also, oh my gosh, it comes up repeatedly for, for a couple times from now on. But right now I'm like, ooh, um, Jelinar can't sense it. I used to be Jelinar. Uh, I guess it's all gone. <laughs> she probably cannot wait for like another. She's like, I want to host one of them just so somebody can try to kill me and it can sacrifice itself for me because I want the juice back. Yeah. For a little while. I was special, Cassie. I mean, well, that's must <laughs> yeah. be. No, this is the thing. Sam still thinks that she can. This is a danger. This is dangerous. Why? Because, what did she say? Well, no, she was just like she was like I didn't sense it. So she still thinks that she can sense it. But and, we know she can because later on we're like, why didn't you just? No, I know, I know but she yeah, still like, thinks it. Like it's going to get them into trouble. Yeah, they, you're they, right because she's going to be like, "Oh, all clear." I would know. There has to I, be I an intervention. There has yeah, to be yeah. Intervention. She's like, everyone's like, just um, telling her like, yeah. It's, we it's, know it's, you I were Jolinar. We know that in the past. Yes. <laughs> Sam's walking around acting all like, you know, she's putting on the jewelry and trying doing the things, and she's like, "See what I did?" And people are like, "That's that's right, <laughs> that's right." That worked. That weapon worked when you used it. Well, yeah, yeah. She calls in DEFCON 24. And because, yeah, this is like the worst thing that can happen. A Gould is now, it's come through the gate and it's now Gould in the on base. the loose. This is, this Gould is on the bad. loose. Gould on the loose. Yeah, it's very bad. And one who, as Teal points out, has invisibility technology. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Which, okay, so how come just she has it? Because here's the thing. Oh, yeah. So she's a prisoner of Cronus. So why doesn't Cronus then get the cloaking 
individual cloaking tech. Well, they sort of mentioned that, you know, now that Kronos is dead, like the whole, his whole thing, his whole thing is in disarray, right? She got, she right. managed to get out in the chaos. So I guess, yeah, she just found, she found a very weird, unique thing. They, they mentioned that in like that, the one episode that she was in with like when they all came to do the talks, that, oh, yeah, like, yeah. that was like her thing. It was her thing. That's right. Man. So I, that's right. So at this point until it's like, Oh, well, this is about, I, I forgot about that. So everybody knew that. So I don't know why Teal had to tell everybody because <laughs> every, because at this point I was, I forgot about that. And I was like, Jesus Christ, Teal knows fucking everything. I think he went to Jaffa West Point because mm. he, there's nothing oh, that they encounter that he's not like, um, yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know that language. Yep. I well, know what that means. Well, and he's prepared. Because he's got the Invisifinder attachment for the guns, the, the Invisifinder attachment that they made for that other alien species that had the invisible technology. So he's yeah, going why to use he that. that in his pocket? Well, why do they have to go he's get re- it? He's prepared. He's pre- he's ready to rock. Oh yeah, you know maybe as so- I bet as soon as they were like, oh, he's like, you know, I bet Nearty got out because of Cronus, and we're dealing with a Nearty issue. I'm just gonna go get my near to weapon in case she's in biz. Yeah. So they go, so they go search, they go search around. Jack stays with the Cassandra. Yeah. Which is good because nearly yeah. it didn't really go anywhere. <laughs> she's invisible. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if they just like all were like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. But no, no, no. Jack's there to protect her. And uh, yeah, it, well, she shoots Jack near T does with a weapon of some, with her handgun and he's, he's fine. He's cool. He's like, yeah, shakes it off. And then he, uh, uses that thing and he's at the fucking Zat. shit out of her. I have never, this reaction to zatting. What in the ever loving oh, well. fuck? Is that like the price you pay for carrying this device? Somehow it like makes you zat weird. And so you have this like weird electronic, like TV skipping in and out blurry reaction <laughs> to being zatted. <laughs> It was wild. Well, yeah, yeah. Something with the invisible thing, invisible uh, uh, pencil, and also with her sweet flip move that she does. Yeah. She's like a ninja. And uh, yeah. yeah, after this, that he does also have to inform the the red shirt behind him. He's like, "Don't shoot her again, asshole." That's that. Yeah, yeah. That's that we want we need her alive. Yeah. <laughs> you took that. I we I trained you. Yeah. Remember that training that you you looked at your phone through. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that shit was important cassie goes into an epileptic seizure <laughs> yeah she just convulses like crazy and uh fraser freaks out and she's like get her out of here about near tea <laughs> and i don't think they're gonna keep her in there no no yeah they take her to a little cell of course and i don't know how they get the convulsions to stop but she's like in a coma now uh yeah she's pretty far far gone at this point pretty far in it and so They've got Nearty looking pretty comfortable, honestly, in a chair and <laughs> in a room and, and McNeil and daddy go in and McNeil's like, um, so guess what? Uh, fix Cassie. I'm going to motherfucking kill you. Yeah. And I'm like, daddy is right there. I okay. don't think you can do that. I feel like you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 I mean, daddy does kind of point that out. He's like, well, well, I mean, daddy kind of, kind of buys into it um, later. 
Oh, well, oh, 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 well, yes. yes. <laughs> and all they're doing right now is they're just saying, help Cassie. And she's like, um, if you let me go and I get to keep my cloaking device and I get a sample of Cassie's blood. And I'm like, hey, why did you start the negotiations at only help Cassie dorks? Like you should have been like, um, we'll let you go, but you have to help Cassie. Plus we get your yeah, we get one of cloaking your, device. Yeah. And we want some clippings from your toenails. We want I don't your know. OnlyFans account, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. We went free access. Yeah, they should have started high. They started at baseline. No good. Mm-hmm. Like where she's like, I'm going to ask for a bunch of shit. Well, yeah, it's man. This is this is big news. Cap, This is like their first capture goal. Ooh, and like, but no, she's got she's got Cassie's life in her hands. So they got no. Yeah, no one's in any good position here. Well, but then I'm also like, why is Nirti even here? And like, if she, cause like, if she is here, doesn't she like actually want Cassie? And if she's just here for Cassie's blood, what the fuck has she been doing for the many hours she has been here? Well, yeah, it's like she was sort of looking over the shoulders invisibly uh, of Janet, like just looking at like, oh, okay, everything's going. Well, there's no way that Janet didn't draw, do blood draws. Yeah, they're around and she could have just like taken some of that and pissed off. You I know? thought she had already had done that. She, they show her taking a little thing with like a little capsule with like some stuff in it. So I thought she had already done that. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the hell she took. Anyway, I guess I mean, she has to wait for the gate to open, but that's easy enough because I'm sure all the expendable teams are going out. <laughs> when Nearty starts talking, right? And she's in full Gould voice. Mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? I would love to see kind of like, you know, is it an interview with a vampire where Kirsten Dunst is like a 12 year old billion year old vampire or yeah. something like I'd like to see a ghoul who is like, yeah, I know my my host is nine. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm 56. It's real <laughs> frustrating. You know? <laughs> I just like it'd be so weird and obnoxious and creepy. And it'd be so creepy if they could find a nine year old actor to like pull it off mm. or a small 12 year old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, it, it would be it would be a weird it would be a weird fucked up go out old because it's all it's you know, it's all their choice. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? not- yeah. What the fuck is wrong with that motherfucker? But what's wrong with all of them? They're all terrible. I mean, yeah, they're all terrible. Yeah, they're all terrible. But, but at the very least, they're like, well, we'll just, you know, we'll at least choose adults. Right. Like, we're not going to be weird like that. So back in the lab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently <laughs> you just leave clearly marked um, injector pens of pre-dosed morphine Ooh. just laying around, just laying around. Like even 20 years Double. ago, you don't just leave morphine fucking laying around. Huge. But there's two of them just in case. And I'm like, just just for the taken. Yeah. Nobody's just going to take that for funsies because you're just leaving it there. Good job. But uh, Janet picks one up. Well, yeah, well, because yeah, she, she's she's been trying to help Cassandra. She's throwing Hail Marys medically mm-hmm. and nothing's working. She's she and Cassie starts to call her mom. Right. In her delirium. Like, like mom, I'm scared. She's like, OK, OK, one hundred six ten. Let's go. Yeah. Grabs that sweet morphine sulfate. And then what's she going to do with it? We don't know <laughs> oh, well, because we're having a meeting about what to do, whether or not we want to let Nearty go. Yeah. Because, and daddy's like, I don't know. Like you were saying, we've never had one before. So maybe we should keep her And Teal just comes right out and he goes, listen, 
I know everybody cares about Cassie, mm-hmm. but we're talking about sacrificing one fucking child for pro- for like invaluable information that we could get from this Gould, which I, I'm like, what does she know that he doesn't? By the way, he knows mm. fucking everything, but okay. But yeah, so, and I'm just like, and that's where daddy's leaning too. And I'm like, this is a real interesting angle here for getting to be daddy's favorite. Ooh. This is a weird time to be like, yeah, I agree with daddy. Well, again, Tilk. Let her die. He pledged his loyalty to daddy. You know, not to, not to America, not to Jack. And to the Tauri, so not to Cassandra. Oh, yeah. She's not even Tauri. Wait, just in case people are irritated, are you Tauri if you're human from anywhere because orig- you originated from here? Because it seems like no. That's not how they use it. But Teal does kind of use it. Oh, yeah, it sort of does, doesn't he? When he makes it that slang. That's confusing. Well, and not just that, but the Goa will do as well. If, the, if Yeah. Well, because maybe they know that that's where humans came from. So they just... Because they they've known for a long time, but they but even the Gould talk about the Tauri as Earth. Yeah, and they and they do designate other you know humans on other planets with other things too. So yeah, so it's weird. Anyway, it's lazy. It's lazy is what it is. It's lazy, and I don't know if it's lazy in story or out of story. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yep, well, Mama Janet's on the scene looking oh for a fucking goodness. court martial for like some assault. Oh yeah, that's she's yeah, she just throws wait, yeah. If you just pump morphine sulfate into a dude, like then you're what? trying to lose your medical license. Well, <laughs> well, does he like just flop down in lovely opiate bliss? Like how's that work? Does that I just mean, knock you unconscious? That would be the best way on this show to be knocked unconscious. Ooh. I'd rather that than being hit over the head or zatted yeah. or whatever else. Yeah, he'll come to and he'll be like, it wasn't bad. It was, I just fell asleep. I was like, I feel a little sick to my stomach. Don't fire her. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She was, she's she so was being great. mama bear. She was just being mama bear. So there's going to be no consequences for that because that's no big deal. <laughs> so <laughs> what what is a big deal, I guess, is that she's fucking holding. Everybody comes in. Mm-hmm. So she's she's morphing the one uh, airman. And now a bunch of airmen have come in the room and they're all just standing there like, gosh, we weren't trained for anything like this before. Wait, I, okay. Um, so they're all just standing there quietly while Janet is holding a gun on Nerti, demanding that she fix Cassandra, I guess. Well, I mean, they, I mean, they got guns trained on her. Like they're surrounding her with the guns. It's just yeah. a funny scene, but they, they, they're not like, yeah, it's a standoff. Do they have, right. they have guns trained on uh, Janet, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That seems right. Then this is where daddy is like, yeah, I'm fine with threatening people with death. Cause he's like near to, he's like, fuck you guys. And he's, he's like, yeah, that seems fine. Fuck us. But just so you know, the woman trained with her gun trained on you. Cash is mother is a mother. And uh, she's like, Oh shit. That's her mom. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go do it. And I'm just like, Janet's not going to shoot the only person who can save Cassie. Right. Uh, right. 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 We're at near T standing by Cassandra's hospital bed mm. and she's all she's doing. She's picking up some, some Gould tools that they took from her lab. And I'm just like, <laughs> Jal and I couldn't do it. Oh, come on. <laughs> Cause she does the base. She does some pretty basic Gould shit. Yeah. 
What do you mean? Oh, come on. Since when are you like team Sam? Well, I'm You were just that. saying she had an unhealthy belief <laughs> that she is still Jolinar. Oh, I guess it's true that I, I just, I didn't think about the, the idea that like, yeah, maybe she could have just tried. Yeah. Cause he, there was that whole arc where she was like using go old shit. Yeah. And she's like, I couldn't sense him either, but I thought we'd established in another episode. She was done sensing shit. Like she was no, she was fully not Jolinard anymore. But I don't, I don't know what to tell you. She still thinks yeah. so. But then also unconsciously knows that that's not the case because she didn't even try with any of the medical devices. So it's very complex. Nirti fails. They tell her to try again. Yeah. And I'm just like, Cassie is going to be wicked pissed when she wakes up without any superpowers. <laughs> and I think she started calling her mom yet. I miss that. I When she wakes up because Nerti healed her, then she was like, Mom. Yeah, yeah. There's no, a yeah, mommy, yeah. there's a scary, scary, scary lady standing over me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, it's nice, you know. Now, yeah, the the that story arc's finished, right? They then they're like, other. Yeah. So there we're still what we're still de- dealing with, I guess, is near to who's like, all right, are you gonna hold up your end of the bargain? And the answer should be no, no. Uh-uh. Oh man. Had my fingers crossed, too fucking bad. That's right. There's a, I'm there's liar, a great, liar, there's a great pants scene. on fire. There's a great scene between Jack and Nerdy. Like, I, man, MacGyver. I love MacGyver. Like, he's, it's just, <sighs> I do too. Because he's just like, so it's so intense. Cause she's like, I would not have done the same. And he's like, well, oh. first she's like, can I just say first? She's like, well, it's nice that you're at least holding up this end of your bargain. I'm like, bitch, that was the whole bargain. They didn't agree to your other terms. The only thing you were getting was this. Fuck off. Oh, you yeah. yeah I mean? We forgot to say, yeah. She gets no blood samples. No, she gets to go. I think she gets to take the invisibility thing, I think. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm going to have to go to another planet and start over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then and knowing she's going to do that, she's like, I am going to go to another planet and I am going to do this to a, another planet full of people. They're like, all right, well, we're good people. So we're going to let you go because we said we would. That's like a total loophole to be like, oh, bitch, I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> shit, change shit of plan. Changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just like why let her go other than it's inconvenient for the show to keep her around. But oh well, I I, I mean I thought the same thing, and uh, Jack's obviously conflicted. Obviously, but seemed to me very clear that like he won't make this decision the next time. He's like, all right. I mean, he should have just done it this time, but he's. <laughs> I'm sitting time. there and I'm thinking. I feel like they let Goulds go back to go the wrong way through that gate too much all the time all time no there's there's slippery lobsters seriously they always <laughs> find an upper hand and that's kind of cool but god I, we need that sweet sweet go old vengeance at some point yeah we do and then we get like a real i didn't write down what it was but we get an actual closing scene Oh, yeah. It starts playing the music from the intro. Cassandra. (laughs) She's like, yeah, she's healing up. She's doing some homework. Oh, that's right. She's got a what's some bullshit like I almost (laughs) transcended. And they're like, well, do your homework now. Yeah. It's stocked up, piled up. You got. Yeah, you got social studies. So mad. I don't have telekinetic powers right now. (laughs) Um slam these all this paper against the wall so but yeah she's got she's backed up on homework and sam's like let's play chess oh yeah yeah and then then carter comes in and is like oh and then you know dominic you know dominic awaits 
you know, there was some kiss, yeah, there yeah. was some kiss, which I don't know why I'm making fun of it. Cause that's the exact fucking joke I made at the top of this. I was like, Ooh, that was some kiss, huh? <laughs> And she's like, oh, stop, Aunt Carter, right? Yeah. And Fred's just like, oh. Stop. Stop. Yeah. yeah. I um, will just say. Yeah. Despite the fact that Cassie lives and lives as a normal, I was comforted by this Ooh. episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because um, I enjoyed joking about this episode. And it had a good fast pace. I liked that. And there was a real non-abrupt ending where you're like, holy shit, the show's over. Mm, All right. Mm, mm. Like it didn't sound like it cut out mid scene, like no wrap up combo. Yeah. I like that. That's nice. Um, no, I liked it, honestly. And I think it was because the pace was good. Oh, good. Nice. nice. What about you? Yeah, no, I other than the weirdness of the B-Day party uh, in the beginning. <laughs> Listen, uh, I was... Tori, I was comforted by that shit because that's what my birthday parties were like. And it made me feel normal, right? Just kidding. With like with like your with like just your mom and father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even 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 me, people came to my birthday parties. So uh yeah, weird. but other than that, no, yeah. Hell yeah, I was comforted. This was a Fraser episode. Come on. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like that a lot. No no sign of a boyfriend. No sign of a boyfriend. And uh, yeah, no, I just, yeah, I kind of, I just kind of liked how I had a lot of ties with other episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I think everybody, everybody was good in it. So uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. Did you get yourself a yay and nay and a maybe I'd be them? Man, this was uh, super difficult. I'm not sure why, but, and they're, I think they're weird. I don't know. I get my yay is Cassandra. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, physical, uh, inconvenience, but cool powers, first kiss, advanced human evolution. Come on. Bonding with the mommy and the auntie, you know? Uh, yeah, this is, this is a great episode. She's got, she's got the whole world ahead of her. She's going to end up, you know, in the future wearing that nightgown. <laughs> it's yeah. She, nothing but nothing but bright stars for her. <laughs> Um, and then okay. my net is Carter only because she's pretty ineffectual. She doesn't really do much. Yeah. <laughs> Except, Moral support Carter. Yeah. yeah doesn't she, save the day. She, yeah. She just definitely does not save the day at any end point. Uh, so a net. And then my met is Dr. Frazier. And I say this because she saves the day is a badass, et cetera. But that sleepwalk was all. Yeah. Very lateral move for me. Ah, uh, got it. Got it. Um, but what about you, Sarah? What is your yet nen meh? Well, my, yeah, is also Cassie. <laughs> yeah. Superpowers. <laughs> and my net is also Cassie. Oh. Then no superpowers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bigger drag. <laughs> and my meh is near T. Um, honestly, pretty fucking badass. I mean, mm. mm-hmm. I, I don't even oh, know yeah. why she's my meh because my yeah was already taken to be, to be <laughs> Well, she so, didn't get what she wanted. Yeah. She, she does have to do all that work over again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's I, I don't like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, there there it is, folks. That's that's pretty much we've we've uh, yeah, we've picked the bones of this episode. Um, there's no more flesh on here. You know, all we've said all we want to say about it. 
So the only thing that we can do is to chill for a little bit and see what's on the horizon. Uh, and the I know, next I know, horizon I know. will be the, the next there it is. episode. Which is season five, episode seven, Beast of Burden. Okay. And if they don't play that Bette Midler McJagger song, I'm going to be mad. Oh, Jesus Christ. What? All right. When Daniel's Unis friend Chaka oh, is God. captured by another world slavers, SG-1 goes to that world to rescue him. <laughs> He's a, what? It's his real best friend. I didn't realize Chaka was in the running. Listen, this show makes no fucking sense. <laughs> Why would they put out like U.S. government resources to save fucking Chaka? There's a kangaroo court. These characters' decisions are more emotionally based than like the characters on Friends. <laughs> yeah, they're just treating they're treating the SEC like their own little private, you know, search and rescue. Yeah, you know, as uh, a taxpayer. Ugh. Yeah, no, I I'm not paying for Chaka to be rescued. Thank you very much. No, I'm like, listen, it's not like I don't give a shit. It's just that, like, I don't know. <laughs> is that the west way it's just that like i mean listen 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 so much of our money is going to the military and mm. like we really really need a sustainable education system for our populace and so i just don't think that spending what is probably millions of dollars to rescue chaka <laughs> makes any fucking sense it's just like Anyway, like I'm already, I'm already yeah, yeah, hopping yeah. into you, next you need, week's you need episode. To save this okay. fire. Uh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How will I ever come up with enough fire for next week when yeah, we yeah. talk about Stargate? It's a, it's a limited resource. I don't know. <laughs> yep. I just, I'll, I'll never have enough. It's like a um, Zach gun. You, you go once, you go twice, three times. Um. Okay. Well, great. I'm excited. Yeah. Same Z's. Come try a come try a come try a hey I got one okay come try a magic mouse toys if oh you, the, the in the yeah. pioneer square Seattle square. Uh, if you want to buy a sweet chess set that is the place to go hands down and yeah glad that's still there at least it was maybe may, they might have phased out their chest they started phasing out like their unique stuff okay. ready to go but because they had like unique chess sets like mahjong sets right oh, like cool. really nice ones yeah. they still did the uh the train like the train engines like the model train engines oh, for wow. a time um i don't know i haven't been back there for a while but uh they had some cool stuff so looking in the Seattle region looking for a place to buy a chess set or jigsaw puzzles. Awesome jigsaw puzzles. Magic Mouse toys. Staple. All right. I'm try a kangaroo. Uh, if lots of dogs have allergies, mine do. And I found out that that's because um, I don't know why. Probably because our food supply is shit. But they've never eaten kangaroo before, I bet. And so it's a novel protein. Then you get kangaroo food. On, on uh, you know, Whoa. that shitty website, Amazon. Do they like it? Have they tried it? Oh, they fucking love it. <laughs> Man, I kind of want to try it. 
<laughs> I would totally I get eat kangaroo for sure. Yeah. yeah. Come try it. <laughs> no, it's time for get to know your host yes. with Tori and Sarah. Yes. And we are going to go with the actually curious deck today. Oh, it's the perfect question. What? For a conversation. Hey, Tori. Yeah. What? What foods remind you of home? Oh, well, I mean, I guess home will be Pocatello, Idaho, I guess. Where I or just born. even your personal home where you grew up in. Yeah. Well, funny, we were just talking about peanut butter. Because for real, peanut butter candy oh. reminds me of home. Yeah. Very quick, easy. What? Wait, what? What are you talking about? Very easy. Like thing that to peanut make. butter, like that peanut butter taffy or like peanut brittle? No, no, no. Just uh, it's like uh, it's like peanut butter and like a little bit of like uh, and sugar and maybe sometimes some some flour and then just chocolate on top. It's just like a little bar. Oh, it's not like a peanut butter fudge kind of sitch. Yeah. 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 Oh, OK. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Mom used to make that. We used to have it in schools. Very a staple, a staple of the childhood. Uh, so yeah, I think that's, that's that whenever, whenever I have anything even resembling that, I always think about Pocatello. So my mom used to make fudge a lot, you know, and you'd come home from school and it'd be like fudge. Is it weird? I don't feel like, does anyone make fudge anymore? Like you used to be able to, there used to be like a, the Seattle fudge factory or something. You could like buy fudge and like, I don't even think there's probably people who are like fully adults who are like the fuck is fudge. Never heard that word before. I feel like fudge is gone. <laughs> that is a weird word if you don't have context. Yeah, uh, which is why I think like I didn't know what I my answer would be, but I definitely never have fudge and don't think about my mom making fudge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Y'all. the last I think the last place I had fudge at was Leavenworth because they had you know obviously they have like that makes sense several fudge would- stores. That makes fucking sense. Yeah. And it was, and it was weird. Cause I was like, yeah, I'll take, I'll take, I, I was like, oh yeah, I'll take like that and that and that. And then I, and then you take one bite and you're like, I'm full. I know. Cause for it's like five days, <laughs> but you're looking at it. Like there used to be a fudge store in Seattle and you would look at it and you would just be like, oh my God, chocolate mint fudge. Yes, please. I'll have a slab of that chocolate peanut butter fudge. Need yeah. it. Chocolate caramel fudge. A hundred percent chocolate, chocolate fudge. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you'd walk away with like a, gajillion pounds of fudge and yeah you take one bite be like oh i think i might throw up yes yes (laughs) maybe that's why there's no more fudge it's too it's too concentrated because it's it's just like what is it just sugar and butter and chocolate and flour is there Um, even flour in it to be perfectly honest is fudge even i've never made fudge personally uh but it's it's caramel and uh ingredients sugar not always no because it's not always caramel flavored oh well but i mean caramelized i thought it was all caramelized sugar but it would taste like caramel then. I guess so. Honestly, I don't know. I think it's like a sugar syrup that isn't necessarily caramelized. Maybe like you turn it into a syrup. Oh, I think there's dairy. So maybe it's like, and you cook it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is it eggs? There definitely has to be an emulsifier. I don't think it's eggs. Is it just the fat from the butter? Some gelatin? Man, I feel, I feel, I feel triggered because that i don't know this i don't think it's gelatin because i don't think we ever had just like basic plain like gelatin in our house but i could i don't i don't know i'm sure there's somebody out there i have several cookbooks that have those this recipe i'll look at it as soon as as soon as i'm we're done 
I know. I love that. I'm like, just, I was like, I'm acting like it's 2003 and it doesn't occur to me that Google will probably tell me what the fuck is in fudge. I'm just going to sit here and wonder out loud for as long as possible. What could possibly be no, no. fudge? Yeah, yo, we got, you got to go to Leavenworth. We got to go to Leavenworth. Talk to the, the, to the, to the woman herself who makes it figure it yeah. out, you know? Maybe like order some. Well, yeah. All right. Well, if you're going, just order a brick. That's all you need for the year. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I feel like kind of horrible just thinking about it. I know. know. Like once you're over the, I think once you pass the age of like 13 and somebody hands you fudge, you're like, oh. I just remember. Yeah. I bought all this. It was like four years ago. I bought a bunch of it and then took one bite and was like, oh my. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. That's (laughs) probably why, again, why it's out of favor. But. What was I going to say? Oh, I know. If you have anything you'd like to say to us, mm. um, let us know at verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. Thank you. Yeah, folks. Thanks for listening. Um, listen to other episodes at our website, the seventh symbol.com. And, you know, we're pretty much, you know, we're pretty much everywhere on the internet now, right? We're pretty much at all any pod streaming service you use. We're there, you know, we're everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, we're, we're, the gate is everywhere. Can't and, hide uh, from this podcast. And if yeah, if you search Stargate podcast, you know there'll be a there'll be a litany of them. You know that's a strong niche that exists. But we're we're in there. We're in there. You know, take a listen to some other ones. That's fine. But you know, always come back to us. Yeah, listen, listen. Here's the thing: we're a niche within a niche. We're the Stargate yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast of people who are like, "What the fuck is this show?" <laughs> Fresh eyes, man. Every week, every True. other week, True. every episode, fresh eyes. Like, why? Why? It, what the hell is happening? Well, so, <laughs> nobody else has that that I know of. Well, and also, also comfort. You know? Oh yeah! Oh my god! We're so I'm, fucking comforting so to comforting. our listeners. Oh my god, we're so comforting. They were so. <laughs> <laughs> if you need that, if you want that, you gotta come to us. Yeah, and probably soon to be like with alcohol again because I'm I'm uh, I'm, yeah. I'm going upstream, man. I'm doing better. There you go. All right. Well, that's all we got. Let's let's get out of here. All right. Uh, Holy Hannah. Holy Hannah. Bye. Goodbye. There's nothing physically wrong with them. Really, nothing. Like-